Because, see, I, I think I'm offering the insightful commentary and the humor. So what am I here for? The color? They pick the low day, but it's so fun. They have each other's bags, and today is finally done. In a world setting in a Georgia town. On a show about libraries and visual sound. In the stack stuff is not very where it always starts. The stack so much more than either of them thought. It's Thursday for mayhem, it's Thursday for fun. In the stack stuff is very in the toilet, it's second to none. In the stack. Hello. Hello. So why you text me so early telling me you're ready for us to record the show when we had a whole other like 30 something minutes? So yesterday you said about 1.30, right? Right, because that's normally our time. Although although the schedule says two. But anyway, so you said 1.30, right? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that means that I'm going to be there at least by one, right? Mm-hmm. So I actually, you know, today I was late. I mean, it was, like, it was like 12.45 before I was logged mm-hmm. off. Okay. Um, so I figured you were wondering, you know, if we were still going to do the show or something. I wasn't on yet. So Yeah, why does it say 2 o'clock? That's odd. I thought it was one thirty. Isn't it always one thirty? Usually it's 2 o'clock, right? Well, 2 o'clock is what it's always been officially, but we never wait that long. It's always earlier. Oh, okay. So I must make the alarm for one thirty so that I get my button in the office in time. So, oh, okay. I don't know why I've just always thought that it was one thirty. <laughs> yeah. So we are back for us. I think this is episode 923. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is our, because this is our, this is our 26th year doing the show. So, yeah, it feels about that that way. <laughs> so, well, I was I was on the phone when you sent your text, and I was I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know what we're gonna talk about because um, you and I have spoken a couple times this week, and so typically this is like you know the show is for us to catch up, and I'm like I'm already caught up on stuff. I don't know what to talk about. Well, a lot of times you don't know what to talk about anyway. True, very true. So, I mean, it's not nothing different. You know, nothing different. <laughs> um, so uh, the the new Robbie Williams album mm-hmm. uh, dropped yesterday. Um, although I hesitate to call it new, um, you it's know, reimagining of his old stuff. Yeah, so it's called Twenty Five, although mm-hmm. it's spelled out, you know, Roman numerals, so right? XX Five. Um, and uh, you know, some people are saying they think it it could be his fourteenth you know, number one album, which would break the tie he has with the Beatles. Um, but I don't, know. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, again, the the, the taste of the British, you know, they kind of do their own thing, but I wouldn't imagine that he would be number one again. Yeah, you know, of course, you know. With, with this, to, not to say ever, but with this yeah. particular album. When it comes to album sales, you know, I mean... It, it does tend to kind of favor older artists mm-hmm. as opposed to um, the singles chart, which, you know, the last few singles he's released, you know, don't come anywhere close to being big hits because, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the young people, they just stream everything, you know, you know the old people like us, mm-hmm. you know, we, we tend to still buy things, which right. is why albums, you know, do pretty well. So I don't know. It's possible. Um, mm-hmm. 
But yeah, so I listened to the album yesterday. I mean, it's it's I mean, especially when I got I got I listened to the deluxe version, which is, you know, it's got like 30 something tracks on it. Oh, uh, wow. 29 tracks. It's a two hour album. OK. Um. So, I mean, it, it's, you know, it takes a while, mm -hmm. which is nice, I guess, you know, and like, you know, because the last Blackpink album. Was yeah, like it's like eight tracks. Or, yeah, it's, or yeah, it's ridiculous. So yeah, these yeah. are like so. When you said two hours, it's like oh okay, that wasn't you know surprised to me because you know yeah we were around during the time when songs were at least three minutes plus. So yeah. so yeah. So most of the album, I you know I you and I have talked you know and mm -hmm. I I've not been particularly thrilled with the. For folks who don't know, this is a symphonic album. So basically, he re-recorded all of his biggest hits and then had some new songs. And he did it with, you know, a symphony. And uh, normally, I'm a huge fan of those kind of things. You know, mm -hmm. I, I love, you know, symphonic rock. Um, so, you know, I, I, I was excited when I first heard this. Although not as excited as I would have been if it was, you know, an album with new stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but I listened to it yesterday. Uh, most of it, you know, I'm still not that pleased with. There's actually a part right in the middle of the album where I kind of got into it. Um, I like the the version of Tripping that's on there. Okay. Um, the version of Bodies I like. Really? Oh, I have. Yeah. Well, I know you have not shared that with me. I mm -hmm. guess they've not released that previously. That would be interesting. Well, I've heard many. Di he's done several different versions of Bodies over the years, and I actually tend to like. Uh, although I like the original. Mm -hmm. um i like the ones where they're kind of slowed down and things like that it's it's an interesting song um and i like the symphonic version of candy okay. um that one's kind of fun supreme is interesting there's things about it i like mm -hmm. and then there's things about it i don't like um so the version of love my life that's on there too is interesting it sounds almost like a a, a gospel kind of song hmm. um, okay but so then there's just some things that I, I just don't get at all. Um, you know, like the, the version of No Regrets that's on there, which, you know, is now like, like a Bond song. Mm -hmm. uh, the James Bond <laughs> song for our younger listeners who don't know what that is. Um, that's uh, that's just a weird song to do that with. Um, I don't know. Uh, so anyway, the new songs that are on there. Uh, Lost, which was released as a single. Um, I like that one. Okay. That's mm -hmm. actually my favorite of the new songs. Um, then there is a, a song called Disco Symphony. Okay. That's, um, and look, you know, I love Robbie. That's mm -hmm. a, it's a, that's a bad song. It's an embarrassing song. <laughs> okay. Um, it's basically a song about how much he loved disco music. And so he names drop, name drops all kinds of disco artists. Uh, you know, the Bee Gees, and he talks about Queen and stuff like that. But it's it's just, I don't know, it's just, it could have stayed in his closet or something. Hmm, okay. Um, then he did a song called Home Thoughts from Abroad that, I, I, when I first heard it, I will say this, I thought it was incredibly boring. And I thought, okay, Latoya would probably like this. <laughs> of course. Because right. a, lot, a lot of times there will be songs where I'm like, you know, I'm like falling asleep, Right. And those are the songs you're like, oh, God, no, I love that song. Mm -hmm. like, all right. So maybe you would like that. You would also like uh, The World and Her Mother. Mm -hmm. oh, okay. It, it, it's not 
it's not like, you know, I would listen to it and go, you know, Robbie, what are you thinking? But I would say, is this really, you know, I don't know. It should have been, you know, back in the old days, mm-hmm. artists used to release singles and they would have a B-side. Right. Right. And the B-side would generally be something that you never would have heard any anywhere else. Right. Like you like, want it to be out there, but it's not good enough to be on the regular side of the album. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's what these things feel like. Right. Mm. They're definitely B-sides. Um, I was very surprised to hear uh, Into the Silence, which is probably the newest legit song on the album. That was from one of his, you know, um, the the albums that he was doing where you had to actually, you know, purchase them from him. Mm. Um, and so, you know, I, I heard that one. And I like the song. Um, and then there's another version of Angels on here. So there's two different versions of Angels on it. There's the one with the symphony. And mm-hmm. then there's the one that they did with this thing called Beethoven AI, right? Oh, so okay. it, it's a program, an artificially intelligent program that has been programmed to think that it is Beethoven, right? Okay. And so, so, you know, it will record new music as if it were Beethoven, right? And so what they've done is they basically fed angels into it, right? Mm-hmm. And then it's now a duet between Robbie Williams and Beethoven, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's like this part in the middle where it's like, um, it's very, it's, it's a classical composition that's been like mixed with it. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, that's pretty much all I can say. It's interesting. <laughs> okay. Um, so this is the first Robbie Williams album that at this point I have not bought physically. Really? Are you um, going to? I don't know. Hmm. You know, I mean, I do have Spotify, so I have it. Anytime right, right, I want right. to listen to it, you know, but in the past, I would buy it because, you know, it was Robbie. I right. It. Yeah, we always buy the physical CDs but, of the our favorite artists. Yeah, I want to, you know, help him out, you know, because I know he needs the money and stuff. <laughs> right. So, I can't believe but, you're actually debating whether or not to get the physical album. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it's not that, it's, you know, <laughs> it, even like the songs, you know, for instance, I love um, Come Undone. It's one of my all-time mm-hmm. favorite Rod Williams songs. Yep. And so when I, when I was playing it, I'm singing along and stuff, you know, because I know all the words, but it's not the best version. Um, I still think some of the mixing is off mm-hmm. here and there. Um, yeah, and I do agree with you on that. Some of it is off. And I know it sounds weird, but it's I like his pacing is off. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's some stuff like on Strong, which I really like that song. But there's some parts on here where it feels almost like he goes too fast on certain words or mm-hmm. lines that I'm used to him stretching that part out. And so it, it to me, it removes some of the emotion. It's. I don't know. It just doesn't feel the whole album lacks the emotion that I think the the original versions had. Um, so I'm just I don't know. I'm just not wild about it. Well, yeah, um, and it sounds like you you don't believe as a whole that it's a very cohesive album. No. Um, so no. yeah. So mm-hmm. you know. Well, I still think you should get the physical CD. Um, the last, the current 
Michael Bublé record or album is not my favorite, but you know, I'm like, if I'm, if, if I'm a hardcore fan, I got to have it. So I do have it, but yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, you know, I kind of want, I mean, I'm looking forward to his next new album. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll certainly get it. Um, but yeah, I'm, I don't know about, about this one. Mm, okay. So, but yeah. Um, also I wanted to say, uh, so, you know, I love horror movies. Mm -hmm. So somehow I had never watched Orphan, right? Which is a, a pretty classic horror movie. Um, so I watched, yeah. So I watched it for the first time the other day because there's a sequel out now. It's actually a prequel called Orphan First Kill. Okay. And every every channel that has it keeps saying I should watch it. And I'm like, well, I don't want to watch it without having watched the original. So I went and watched the original. Damn good horror movie. <laughs> um Obviously, you would not like. Uh, obviously, obviously. And there's a there's a horror scene at the beginning that is basically a it's a nightmare about this woman giving birth because she had a, a stillbirth uh, incident. Mm -hmm. And wow, that that scene in particular is disturbing. Hmm. Um, I've never seen now, and I've seen occasional horror movies that touched on childbirth, mm -hmm. but never one that was quite like this, quite as visceral. Mm. Um, it was, yeah, I was like, and it starts off the movie, and I'm like, holy fuck! Um, <laughs> Sounds like an episode of The Boys, but okay, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, but then it's from there, it's really good. Um, and then they they have the. The, the prequel which brings back the original girl who starred in the original and i was like how are they going to do this because if you don't know and this isn't a huge spoiler the the premise of the first movie is this family adopts this little russian girl and it turns out that this you know 12 year old girl is in fact a 33 year old woman okay who has this condition that just makes her look really mm -hmm. young her bones don't you know grow and stuff and she's like you know a psychopath and so the the prequel, which brings her back in the same role, you know, is basically, I mean, it's it was made 12 years later. And I'm like, how the fuck are they going to still pass her off as like a 12-year-old? Mm -hmm. Well, she still looks very young in the face. And it's actually, um, it's only a little bit distracting, but I was constantly looking for how they did this. So, like, the close-up shots of her face and everything is her. But anytime they show her not next to somebody else, mm -hmm. it's obviously they've CGI'd her face onto a shorter person. Okay. So, you know, she still, you know, physically looks like a child mm -hmm. next to these adults. Um, and, and, and they do it pretty well. Um, the second one, I'll say, is not as good as the first one. Um, and I figured out the twist pretty early on in the second one there is another twist in it okay um but you know i've seen enough horror movies i it's hard to really surprise me um but that was that was very good um i also watched a series called devil in ohio okay on netflix um yeah loved it didn't really care for the very very end like the like the last like 10 minutes of it uh, kind of pissed me off a little bit mm -hmm. and uh you know we have our tv app you know so um oh is I, that I was, the one that you made the comment on yeah so oh, okay. I, I got very uh annoyed with what i was seeing as other people's comments so i went off on some rant you know talking about how you know 
stupid everybody is for thinking what they are thinking. Right. <laughs> and then all these people were like, you know, you know, basically responding to me, you know, preach and, you know, yes, mm-hmm. you know, and all this kind of stuff. So really there were a whole lot of people out there who felt the way I did, um, who just needed me to give them the freedom to admit it. But um, good show. Mm-hmm. Very good show. Um, there was another show um, that I had recommended to you. And you were like, you know, you seemed doubtful that you wanted to watch it. Um, let's see what I can't remember what it was called. It was on Netflix and it was about these two twin sisters. Um, mm-hmm. And it was very, very confusing um, just because you had to keep up with which because the sisters go back and forth pretending to be each other. Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's like, you know, all right, wait. Who who did that? And, and then it's like, wait, what? Who was really that <laughs> at that moment? Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so that one was really really good, and I can't quite remember what it was called. Yeah, I, I don't either. Of course you don't, because you didn't go watch it, even though I I told. Well, you I told you, you know, when it comes to you making recommendations, I got to take it with a grain of salt. So, although yeah. the the vast majority of things I've told you to watch, you have always liked. I don't know about vast majority, but maybe I, the majority. Vast majority. Whatever. Vast majority. <laughs> okay. Yeah, see, see, T'Challa says I have very good taste. <laughs> um, see, I'm, I'm scrolling back to see if I can find it. Uh, say Probably something interesting. I have nothing interesting to say. That's T'Challa's job. Um... I have a jar of dirt. Ah, you have a jar of dirt. I like that. I don't know if, if Latoya gets that reference, but no, I don't. I have a jar of dirt. Yeah, it's from um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, gee, yeah. Geez, that is a while ago. Wow. <laughs> you don't never did see the last one. The last one's awful. Yeah, I I'd heard that. Yeah, it was, it was pretty awful. It was not awful, but it was not good. Yeah, it was mm. really awful. Um, <laughs> all right, so the show was called Echoes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we keep seeing it um, on, yeah, it's one of the suggested ones. Yeah. I'm, mm, I don't know. I would definitely recommend it. The actress does a great job on it. Um, I also, I've watched the first three episodes of the new Cobra Kai season. It's just as good as always. Um, Cobra Kai. It's amazing that it can be as cheesy as it is and as awesome as it is. I've never seen a show that just embraces the stupidity as <laughs> openly and wonderfully as it does. Because, I mean, it, it's a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. All these middle-aged people, you know, running dojos and, you know, having you know, huge fights in, you know, parking. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, but it works so well um, that, you know, once you start watching it, it's like, you, you know, you, you just, you, it's really a binge show. <laughs> okay. because, you know, they're 30 minutes long. And every time at the end of 30 minutes, it's like, fuck, let's keep going. Cause they all end on like cliffhangers, you know? Um, oh crap. I'm, I thought I was only a season behind. I'm more than that. I only watched the first two seasons. You never watched season three? No. And and I realize who comes back in season three, but uh, yeah, no, I haven't watched it since season two. 
Christ, this is season five. I know. I I thought it was only season four. So, no, yeah, God, I, would, I have missed, a lot to. You miss a lot of seriously, you know, twisty shit. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, people have broken up with people and they start sleeping with this person. Then they go back to that person. and Oh, you know, the usual. All okay. The, all the teen stuff. You know? mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, it's really, really good. Mm. Um, and what happens to, uh, well, God, I don't even know if you know. Anyway, I, I can't tell you anything. You said that behind. <laughs> um, but, yeah, last season ends on quite a shocker. And uh, so the villain in this season, he's so bad. He's mm. bad. Um, so I've been watching lots of good stuff. Um. Uh. Yeah. So, what have you been watching? Uh just a mix of stuff. You know. Um. I've been watching a lot. Yeah. I I pay for the different extra channels. Um. As a part, that's a part of um Amazon. So I think of them as like plug-in channels. So I have um Paramount Plus, of course. The only thing I've ever watched on it is Star Trek. So I'm. That's oh, all, and Halo. That's all we watch and Halo. On. Yeah, well, I watched that in Halo. Um, and then I also have BritBox and Hallmark Channel, um, like Hallmark Now or whatever. Um, and then I have one called Acorn that also has um, like British and Australian series. And so I've been watching a couple of uh, Australian series lately. Um I don't know why I've just fallen into it, but because typically speaking, it, the Australians are there and they also have British people. That's part of the show. So anyway, um, I've just been in kind of one of those weird places where I'm like, I don't really know what I want to watch. So I'll just watch this kind of thing. So I'm currently watching um, a series called 800 Words. Um, it's about an author who his art his column is 800 words. He he loses his wife and th they're living in Sydney. And then they once the mom dies, he's like, okay, the kids should him and the kids should move. So they move to this like um, backwater <laughs> town in New Zealand. Mm -hmm. um it's just yeah, I mean it's quaint and so it's it's comfortable it's not something that I have to get too emotionally involved in so right. so yeah I've just been kind of watching that kind of stuff Kay and I have been watching um America's Got Talent like it's his show like I don't you know it's not one I track it's not one that I'm like oh darn I missed an episode um we tend to watch it together um when it comes down to the end, like into the finals and that kind of stuff. So we've been watching that each week. Um, and my favorite new show is Password, um, which, you know, obviously is a new show, but is a very old show. Um, I, very, I remember an old game show called Password. Yep, it is. Yeah, there okay. it's it's new again. And um, the host is Kiki Palmer, but the constant um one of the so that of course they have celebrities who are playing with regular people and so the one who's constantly on there is jimmy fallon and it's like it's it's just it's so exciting to get caught up in that show because you know it's like they'll show you what the password is and then the sometimes the clues that people give us like what the hell are you thinking you know or the responses that they have it's like are you stupid <laughs> but um that is my new favorite show um mm. because yeah it's just it's just a lot of fun it's so we've been watching that and beat shazam and you know just stuff here and there so 
I'm trying not to be too attached to television um, because I find that I tend to be a lot happier if I'm not always attached to the TV. But um, but yeah, we've been catching up on some stuff. So a lot of times what happens is that I'll tell Kay, you know, oh, you watch your show and I'll I'll either read beside him or play on my iPad or something. So, so yeah. Uh, so I'm continuing to go through the office. Okay. And um, I'm on season four, I believe now. Um, yeah, season four. So mm-hmm. I've only got 126 episodes to go. Um, but I tell you, there's still episodes that are lame. But season four has definitely been the funniest season. Uh, there have been some episodes where I have literally been sitting here by myself just laughing out loud. <laughs> um, there's one where uh, these two characters, they, they find out that Dwight, who works mm-hmm. in the office, that he's been running, uh, he's turned his farmhouse into a bed and breakfast. <laughs> okay. And so they go into, you know, to, you know, travel dot com or whatever and they book a weekend at his bed and breakfast right mm-hmm. and so you know they, they show up there because um oh god that episode is just so funny because <laughs> dwight has this guy who works for him who's like a an amish guy okay <laughs> <laughs> there's guy god i'm laughing already there, there's this one part when they first arrive at the farm and they're, they're driving down this dirt road and out of nowhere from the woods runs this Amish dude, right? With the long beard and everything. Mm-hmm. And he runs and he's running alongside the car, looking at him, you know, and he's just <laughs> running, you know, racing with them. And, and of course it's like, it's like, what the fuck? Right. right? And it's so funny. And he, you know, he's such a weird guy. That one was really great. Um, there's one where Michael insists on inviting some of them over for a dinner party. Mm-hmm. And it becomes the most uncomfortable night ever because oh Michael gosh. and his uh living girlfriend are keep having these fights and then they eventually oh, they eventually break up mm-hmm. while everybody's there. Oh and that's that's yeah awkward. It's extremely awkward. And uh that one was really good. Um yeah so I mean the, the whole thing this season's been really good but uh apparently what they did in season four was they started doing like one hour specials. Mm. So most everything in the season so far has actually been like a one hour special. And I don't know exactly if they were like running weekly back back then or how they did them. Mm. But it's like one hour, then the next week is another hour and then another hour and so forth. Um, but it, it's like each one is still, you, there's still a split in the middle of the episode. Mm-hmm. So I guess that they could, you know, when they were syndicated or whatever, they could break them in two. Um, but yeah, that's been interesting. Well, I'm I did watching, also, Oh, no, go ahead. I'm still watching Supernatural. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in season two of that. So I've only got like 200 and something <laughs> episodes of that to go. Um, and it, it's still been good. Uh, I've got 295 episodes to go. So. Jeez. Well, those see, the, when I find a series that I love and it has that many episodes, I'm like in just in my bliss because it's like, oh my gosh, I get to fully immerse myself in this experience since there's so many episodes. Um, I forgot to say, I did watch a series called Doctor Doctor, um, and then I watched, I think it was like a little a series on Netflix, I think, called Partner Track. 
Okay. Um, and then I did watch Kay picked <laughs> Kenrick picked a series that it's one it's weird. One of <laughs> what happens inevitably is if he starts something, I end up watching it as well. And then he loses interest, so then he has to ask me what's going on. So um I saw this um dubbed series called You're Nothing Special. It's about some teenagers. Um, and then I watched the um A League of Their Own, which um I thought it was really good. It is very LGBTQ heavy. Yeah. Um, I've heard heard some people like that a lot and some people don't. Yeah. Well, it it was a, it was a little off putting only in the sense that it felt like too many characters were gay. You know, I'm like, Although this is a series about a bunch of grown women who play professional. No, I get that. I just, (laughs) I just, I don't know. I, that's the part that I, I found to be not quite as believable that like practically every single character was gay. Um, That's what I said. Oh, I I don't understand why this series about the WNBA has so many lesbians. Whatever. But I mean, it was, it's a good series. I do plan on watching this next season because they're, they're supposed to come out with another season. So that, that will be interesting. But yeah, mm. I'd forgotten I did watch some other stuff. So, uh, T'Challa, what have you been watching? Um, that's a very good question. What have I been watching? Um, I, I've got, I've gone back to watching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Mm. Which I've never watched all of that. It's an incredibly long series and I take periodic breaks. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, it's a long one. Um, now, when you say you're watching again, you've taken breaks, are you starting at the beginning again? No, or, God, no, so you've God, never finished no. it? You're no, right I never out. finished it, no. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think if I there's anything else too interesting I've been watching. Um. Not, not really a whole lot beside that. I mean, well, we've been watching the new season of uh, Lower Decks. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, which has been hilarious. Yeah, That's one have of you ever watched that favorites. yet? No, but Before? I know how much you guys like it. Yeah, yeah, my you should watch hurts. it. I got the Your um, arm hurts. My, I got the um, the second booster the covid booster yesterday um since they finally removed all the restrictions on it yeah and i mean i always do what they suggest that you do and you you know you keep rotating your arm and stuff like that so it doesn't but you know it's like whenever i get certain vaccines it's like that area is is warm to the touch and like hard kind of like it's just weird but it this one hurt me more than the others, just as far as the discomfort in my arm. I mean, I'm fine. Yeah. I was completely fine when I got it. Um, and the only, I suppose the only thing that, the only after effects, I don't know if it is an after effect of having the the, the vaccination is that I'm just tired, just like a little sleepy. But, but yeah, so no, my arm is just bothering me. Um Oh, and we're supposed to go to the uh, Atlanta United game today. So are you going to take the, the cripple with you? Yes. he. Well, the cripple wants to go. Yeah. So, so, so Kay um, hurt his, 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 his foot, right? Right. Yeah. He was basically told straight up, dude, you have arthritis in yeah. your foot. 
um, but, and you possibly yeah, have gout. <laughs> yeah. So T'Challa, you don't know. I mean, Kay, you've never met Kay, I don't think. But Kay is, he's what, is he 81? No. Or is he 71? N no. <laughs> You're so bad. <laughs> he is 58. He's in his 60s. No, he's, he's 58. 58. <laughs> oh, okay, all right. But these things are going to start happening. I know. know. That's what I told him. I said he's getting old. He's going to start falling apart. Yeah. Wow. So you're going to like, I, I tell you, though, the one time we went someplace, we went to, uh, I think it was, was it Disney we went to when your mom was um, having trouble with her feet? And so she had a cane and stuff. And I tell you, that was the best trip ever because... Yeah, because the, the people who work there would start seeing, oh, oh, come over here. And they'd like, you know, take you straight to the front. Oh, my gosh. Put you in there and stuff. So this could be something really good for you at the game, <laughs> right? Um, get Put him in like a little wheelchair or something. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, people, yes, people are going to fall all over themselves, you know, like. Trying to help. You know, ma'am, ma'am, don't yeah. try and go down those stairs. You know, look, we've got a special elevator over here just for like important people. <laughs> and it's going to be great. So. Well, I mean, I'm. It, the thing is, it's funny. Like, I enjoy going to the Atlanta United games. I just don't enjoy the lead up to going. Like, I just want to close my eyes and be there. I don't want. I I just don't oh, yeah, want to yeah, drive yeah. there and yeah, all of that stuff. The parking. Fortunately, I did get um parking a parking pass to our what we call our favorite parking um spots um at the at mercedes-benz stadium so it's not going to be quite as far of a walk um so that will certainly help him um he says that his his um his ankle and stuff isn't bothering quite as much but he's still on like you know he, they put him on a round of steroids and that kind of thing so i'm like yeah you're gonna feel good for a while um but hopefully it does not end up in a flare-up you know, by having gone to the game. So, I mean, fortunately, you know, we go in there, we sit down and we're there, we're sitting down for about two hours or so. Um, but, but yeah, um, we'll be going to this week's game. We're playing the number one team in the East who we played, I think a week or so ago. Um, yeah, but you're like the, the last place team in the East, right? We're not technically last anymore, but we are, I, I believe at this point our hopes of even try of playing in the um the finals are or the the cup is is already gone. We're below the line. So um I actually anticipate them not winning this game, but I'm okay with that. I still want to see them. They're my team, you know, for better or worse. So so yeah, the game tonight is at 7:30. Um, yeah. and then we're supposed to go to next week's game as well, next Saturday's game. So, um, there's no Arsenal game this weekend okay. because uh, the Premier League uh decided to it, because of the Queen passing away, they decided to take the entire weekend, they postponed every match. Oh, okay. okay, um, understood, which I'm not too thrilled about just because you know, every <laughs> other thing like rugby, they're just gonna, you know have a moment of silence and stuff. You know, every other sport in the UK is still playing this week. Um, so I don't know why the Premier League decided not to, but, um, yeah. 
Well, I mean, I'm okay with that. I mean, she was a monarch for 70 years. I mean, you know, most of our life, for most of the people alive, she's the only person that they know of as rule, you know, queen. So, um, I, but, I you get know, it. She, she was an Arsenal fan. I'm sure she'd want to see the Gunners. But... <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it just means that the Ar Arsenal gets to stay longer in first place, right? Yeah, she was a Gunners fan, yeah. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, so they... You know, they're in first place. Uh, so, yeah, we're still being first place. We had our first game in the um, Europa Cup, mm -hmm. uh, Europa League, uh, the other day. We won it. So, we, you know, but yeah, we're playing a team we, we should destroy anyway, you know, but still. Um, so, yeah, we're doing we're doing well. So, still in first place. Yay. But we did lose. <laughs> we did lose our last game. We finally lost. Okay. Um, we lost to Manchester United, which, you know, Man U. Man U sucks. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, we got off to a great start. We scored like 12 minutes in, but they uh, instant replay, the VAR is what they call it, um, claimed that one of our guys was offside. Which, mm. yeah. So they took it away from us. Um, and then, from there, we ended up losing 3-1. But, um, yeah, their VAR just sucks. It's just stupid. Mm. Um, yeah. So... But yeah, we are, I'm sorry, I was going to say, so yeah, we're playing the number one team today. We are currently 12 out of 14. So we've moved up a spot from before. Okay. <laughs> I just, it's, it's just been a difficult year. You know what it's like when you have a team and there ends up being injuries to the, to the key players. It's like the season yeah. falls apart. So... Because yeah. I, I don't know why they've never fully, un, you know, why they've not figured out how to build a team strong enough that when the inevitable happens, you actually have some decent people coming back out onto the field to fill in. So, yeah, um, so they don't have much depth. Yeah. Yeah. Which is unfortunate, but it is what it is. I'm still going to the game. I'm still looking forward to seeing the team, even though my favorite, my current favorite um, team member who's been on there the longest at this point uh, he was suspended from this game for something I think he mouthed off to somebody and anyway um, so he won't be playing in this one but he will be back for the next so okay yeah well uh, T'Challa had a birthday this week oh, yes yeah. he did what birthday was this one I'm 16 now what seriously yeah oh my god yeah. Wow, man, Barry, I'm so old. Yeah, yeah, you, you are. You're getting older every second. Um, I know. I, I told him to stop getting older. You know. Yeah, that's. Oh my gosh, sixteen. Yeah. Jeez. I posted on Facebook that he was turning sixteen, and so I had all these people, you know, who've known me on Facebook or you know wherever <laughs> this whole life, you know. And um, one of them, I'm sure he doesn't remember, met him when we went to Pole Park when he was like you know, four. Yeah. And she was like, you know, I can't believe he's 16 now. I said, I know. Yeah. So. I thought you were going to be like, cause I remember when he turned 13, cause you know, you told me how he did not want to be 13. He did not want to be a teenager. Oh, and yeah. I didn't realize it was that long ago that like three years have passed since then. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. This, this, this year is going so fast. Yeah, it is. It feels that way. I mean, we're already in September. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's already they're already starting to put some, you know, Christmas stuff up. I know. I hate in that. the stores, and I hate it's it. like, damn. 
Yep. So, yeah. So how does it feel to be 16? Are you excited about being 16? Sure. <laughs> so he got lots and lots of money. Okay, that's good. Yeah. And uh, I gave him um, a couple of games and a book. Okay, cool. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm happy. Yeah. I couldn't well, give him money. I have, I have no money. Right. So. Yes, we do know that you have absolutely no money. But <laughs> yeah. But hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, nothing interesting is happening in my life outside of having gotten my booster yesterday. I did hear, of course, that they're talking about maybe doing the COVID like vaccine each year, just like the flu shot. If they do, I'm fine with getting. I mean, I already get the flu shot anyway, so yes. I'm like, I wouldn't. I I'd be fine with getting COVID vaccines I've, as well. I've never gotten a flu shot. Really? Yeah, I think that to me, it's it it's good to get them. I find that when I do have them, I am less likely to get like anything serious in terms of like the flu or whatever during flu season, cold and flu mm -hmm. season. But yeah, at this point, I'm just like, it's just one of those things I do every year. It's like a check in the box. So, you know, let's get my annual physical or whatever, and then, you know, get my flu shot. So adding COVID to it, like I said, is just another addition to the cocktail. <laughs> When my mother had hers, she got the flu like immediately. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I'd rather not take that risk. And for me, you know, I I don't feel like I get sick very often as it is. Mm -hmm. So it's like I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing. Um, <laughs> although I have gotten the COVID, you know, shots and the boosters. Yeah. So. So did you get the two boosters or just the one? So I got um, I got my original shot, and then I got a a booster last December. Oh yeah. I forgot you did the J and J. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, so I've, I've ended up getting two boosters since my original. Okay. So, which is right for, for you guys. This is my fourth since I did Pfizer and they're the two shots. Right. Hmm. Okay. And as far as I know, I've never gotten COVID. Um, you know, yeah, so. same here. I don't think I have. I mean, um, I've tested for it. And I'm surprised. Everyone's surprised that I haven't gotten it considering how careless Kenrick is. But um, yeah, I've not I've not gotten it. I think if I did, there was a period where I felt like and it was before the all the testing and all that kind of stuff was more widespread. Um, I felt like I had a cold for like two weeks. So I'm like, maybe that's when I got it. You know, I'm like, I don't yeah. know. But that was the extent of it, um, was that I had a cold that just wouldn't go away. Um, I had the sniffles, you know, about last week, last, I guess about a week and a half ago. And, um, but it was like just a lot of nasal drainage and stuff. Yeah, everyone's and, suffering um, from a lot of sinus issues right now. Yeah. And I, I mean, I, I took one of those little home tests and mm -hmm. it wasn't COVID. So, um yeah. yeah, we have a stock a stockpile of tests. And now that you can get them from your insurance companies, I just go on and because, you know, like through the mail, you could have gotten a total of 16. So we we got that stash. I gave some of it to my parents. And then now you can get them free from your insurance companies. So I, you get eight free a month. So tomorrow is when I'll be able to order my next stash. So so yeah, I've taken I took one or two tests in the past 
week or so just because I felt like, okay, am I coming down with something? And yeah, it was just kind of, it ended up being like a 24 hour thing. Like the next day I was fine. So um, yeah, I've not yet tested positive for COVID. Knock on wood. So. I, um, you know, I'm working on a, a novel Mm hmm um, called Calavera. Uh, it's, I'm in the stretch run. I'm at um, 58,329 words. And I was aiming for 60,000. mm hmm So, um, and I do think I'm within a few thousand words of wrapping it up. Um, Well, fifty eight is close to sixty. <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, it's, it's been very good. Um, I've enjoyed it. I, <laughs> you know, it's, it's become a weird book because, uh, uh, you know, several years ago, I wrote a book called uh, Goddardameron that was a crossover novel between all of my characters. Mm-hmm. And uh, people have asked me, you know, to do another one. But the last couple of years, I've increasingly been writing stuff set in the modern day, Okay. right? So it's in the same universe. And there's a few characters still alive from my 30s and 40s. But um, there's also like, you know, some grandchildren and you know it's it's a, a generational thing but um so that's i've been increasingly doing stuff set um you know in the modern day and so this one has be this one was originally supposed to be just a novel introducing a new character calavera but it's become a crossover novel with all my modern day people because all the all my modern day folks are either in this or or mentioned in it Um, there's like a couple of folks who just cameos, but most of them are actually in it. And, um, so it's been an, an interesting novel. I've had fun writing it. Uh, I assume people will enjoy writing, reading it. Um, my modern day stuff has not been as popular as the older stuff. Um, because the modern, more modern stuff, I have more sex and violence in. And, uh, so like when I did, uh, my Lilith novel, Um, I don't know if I told you, you know, I had a, a like a one star review for it from somebody who normally loves my stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, you know, oh, this is, you know, just way too filthy. Yeah, I do And remember you mentioning yeah, it. he was like, I should pull it off the market and, you know, remove some of the filth and do Mm-hmm. put it back out. And I was like, I didn't, I don't even remember it being that dirty. And, um, and then the next review gave it five stars, but they were like, you know, oh, warning, you know, this should have a mature readers advisory on it. And I'm like, And maybe I need to go back and reread this thing because Maybe. I didn't remember it being that that dirty, you know. But um, so uh, some people are not as into my mod more modern day stuff, and they want me to do more of the older stuff, you know. Yeah, I think, Um, yeah, I mean, there's certainly a lot of nostalgia that's, that's captured in the older stuff. And yeah. I mean, yeah, it's like, maybe it's, they feel like, oh, well, anyone can write modern day stuff. You know, it's, it takes something special to be able to write historical fiction. Yeah. So... And I, you know, I mean, I'm, you know, it hadn't been that long ago. I wrote a, a Lazarus book, but, um, You might just need some more, need to read some more of your Nazi books to get you back in the mood. maybe, maybe, but you know, I mean, I, I'm, I'm enjoying the modern stuff. I don't know, you know, people don't seem to like it as much, but, uh, you know, I've, I wrote the thirties the and forties stuff for well over a decade. That's Mhm. <laughs> mhm. pretty much Mm all I was writing, you know, so the last year or two, um, more modern stuff it's it's just you know it's just another area of the same universe for me Well, do you um, like the modern stuff because it doesn't require as much of the research or? no i just think it's um 
Is it just you know, a change from? Yeah, if you look at my timeline, mm-hmm. you know, because I have a timeline for the universe, it's just the 30s and 40s now, I've done so much, and I've established, yeah, I've, I've established a lot of what happens to these people. So, like, I know when different people die and stuff, mm-hmm. you know. I mean, it's harder, it's harder and harder for me to do things that shock me, you know. Um, whereas if I do it set now, I mean, like, for instance, I killed a character in, in this book, you know, um, and I had the, op- I, I, I could kill him because it's set now, you know, I mm-hmm. couldn't kill him if I was still writing that character set in 1944, because I know where they're going to be in 2020, right. you know what I mean? Right, so yeah. So for me, it just, you know, there's more opportunity to do things, um, you know. And I don't want to like start completely from scratch, you know, with, you know, outside hmm. of my universe. Cause it's, right. you know, so you've invested a lot of time and money and energy into this particular universe. Yeah. And a couple of times I've thought about writing something set completely outside of the universe, mm-hmm. uh, but then I end up, you know, tying it in. Something, so. hmm. yeah. yeah. Well, I, I mentioned earlier, I started to start reading again. Um, I'm a huge fan of Julian fellows. Uh, he's the one who's behind Downton Abbey, the Gilded Age, um, the, Eng- was it the English game. Um, anyway, uh, he apparently also wrote um, novels and so I'm reading, currently reading one that um, it's called Snobs. Of course, it takes place in England and all of, all of that, but it's in the more more modern day. It's not any of his his historical type stuff. Um, it's been okay so far. Um, it is a break from the usual stuff that I read, the historical um, fiction, the romance stuff. But um, yeah, I'm trying to get back into devoting time to just reading because i've gone back to doing coloring uh, there's an app that i use called happy color and i i don't know why i end up finding it so relaxing to basically color <laughs> color um pages but um but yeah i've again picked up the book and i'm going to see where it leads so okay uh what have you been reading to Yes. He's still reading what? Shogun. I can't really hear him. Shogun. Oh, okay. The All classic right. James Clavell book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I am aware of the title. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a classic. I mean, I I read it, loved it years ago, and um, so. Yeah, how, just how, not my how far into it are you? I'm about uh, maybe two thirds through it. Oh, cool. Okay. okay. So you're like five, six hundred pages in. Yeah, mm, I, mm, I know it's over a thousand pages. So, yeah, I've been reading things on my Kindle lately, but um, I had finished a book that uh, T'Challa loaned me called Child Thief, which was excellent. And then I, I read a couple things on the Kindle, but it's been harder for me on the Kindle because you know I'm trying to stick with stuff that's on Kindle Unlimited, mm-hmm. free stuff, which is a whole lot of crap. Um, so. You know, I've read some true crime stuff. I um, right now, uh, because on, on the Kindle Unlimited, you get uh, three magazine subscriptions for free. Mm-hmm. So I subscribe to uh, BBC History, mm, and cool. so I'm reading the September issue at the moment. So I read an interesting article all about um, African Americans in Britain 
in the 1600s. Hmm. And uh, they were talking about how, you know, most people assume for whatever reason that they would have been slaves or something. But apparently the slave trade in Great Britain didn't really start until like the early 1700s. Okay. Uh, so they said that, you know, in the 1600s, what you mostly had uh, in Britain were um, people of African descent who were coming from Rome because there were lots of Africans in Rome mm -hmm. and that most of the folks who were in Britain at the time tended to actually be nobles that they were very well to do people uh, because they had enough money to travel from Rome, you know, mm -hmm. to England. Um, and, you know, they were talking about, you know, obviously there was still, um, you know, some racism and stuff that they faced, but that for the most part, um, you know, the, the blacks who were there at this time were, were pretty well off. Um, mm. Yeah. But it wasn't until later that you know they kind of it changed you know with because of the slave trade and stuff and so most and, of the ones you had would have been you know servants and i'll say that you know i oftentimes shy away from anything that is very heavy handed with the with slavery and that kind of stuff i just feel it, it just makes me very uncomfortable so even yeah. in watching um a league of their own you know one of the characters is black and so given the the time period the 1940s you know there was still a great deal of segregation and she was just not allowed to do any you know she just couldn't really do stuff she it's almost like you couldn't really dream because you knew you weren't going to be able to attain it um right. but it was just it it's it it is something that just makes me really really uncomfortable i mean i know it happened and it's not like i want to pretend it never did but it's just something that's painful for me to see people discriminate against others just because of the color of their skin i'm like yeah. i discriminate because i don't like you there's a difference <laughs> so you know the color of your skin is just something that you know you have absolutely no control over we're all humans but yeah i am um, it is hard for me to get into that kind of stuff so that's why like i know you've said oh you should watch django i still haven't seen I, anything that kind of skirts around it or is you know a part of that i just tend to shy away from uh t'challa just said that uh django is such a great movie i know i know and yeah i was going to watch it because because t'challa had said yeah it was good but I have to be in a certain mental space to do that. So, yeah. And, uh, and yeah, I found this article uh, really interesting because, you know, obviously we know a lot about that kind of stuff from an American perspective, mm -hmm. but yeah, it was interesting to, to see it discussed, you know, from an English perspective. Well, it's just interesting so. to know that they were well to do back in the yeah. 1600s and then, what a difference, you know, a hundred or two or so years makes, or sorry, not, uh, yeah, yes, a hundred years makes. So, yeah. so yeah, that is really interesting. Yeah. Because, yeah, I would not have known that at yeah. all. Hmm. All right. So I think T'Challa, I told him to be thinking of. You always tell him to be thinking stuff. and he like never remembers. I thought of one and forgot it. Oh, see? You need to start writing stuff down. <laughs> yeah. Or just telling it to your dad. I don't mind if he knows early. Just so it doesn't get forgotten. Sure. 
So I guess we have nothing. So are you are you do you think you can remember it? Are right, he's trying to remember? Favorite movie of all time. Favorite movie of all time. Probably not this before, but I don't know. All right, Mine's do you easy want to go first or? Who oh, wants I know to go what first? Me. Oh, I mean, yeah. If if you know me at all, you know what my favorite movie is. So you may as well tell everybody what my favorite movie is. Gone with the Wind. Yes, it is. It absolutely is. Which I know is odd for someone of color to have that particular movie be their favorite movie, especially when you just said, "I know that I you know. don't like dealing but with things." But this that... is more this is more the romanticized version of slavery than the. The fact you're okay with a romanticized version. I, it's not that I'm okay with it. I just I don't know. I just. I, it's it's more than just the, the slavery angle you know when you look at it if you take away the slavery per se it's about you know <laughs> different sides trying to hold on to their way of life um and i i mean the circumstances that happen puts the main character in in places and situations that she probably would not have had it not been for the war um so you get to you know you get to kind of see how she maneuvers through that she grows a lot in the book um so yeah i mean it's my favorite book and it's my favorite movie i haven't read it since probably middle school and i've been thinking about going back and rereading it um but but yeah gone with the wind is always been my my favorite movie certainly ever since i moved to georgia and that was back in 1990 so yeah it it just is i i know it's i know it makes no sense on on many levels but it is my favorite movie and that is why my my home office is dedicated to gone with the wind it is a gone with the wind themed room and yeah i like it it's your slavery room. It's my slavery room because I'm working for the master when I am in, <laughs> in the room. Wow. So, yes. Wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Whatever. Moving um, on. What is yours? You know, there's a there's so many movies that I love. But generally, you know, what I say with this one is um, probably Raiders of the Lost Ark. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I just think it's a, a pretty perfect movie um there's so many scenes in it that i love uh you know i never saw i didn't see it in the theater when it first came out um so it was you know i saw it first on like cable and then mm -hmm. a few years ago when it was back in the theater for like the anniversary um me and t'challa and t'challa's mom went and saw it in the theater and that was really cool um but yeah i think probably that one i love marion uh, as a character mm -hmm. um you know, Indy, of course, is great. I love how uh, Be uh, Bellic, the bad guy, is one of my favorite bad guys. Um, there's just so many great moments in it. Uh, you know, it's got Nazis. It's got, you know, uh, crumbling ruins and, you know, um, just so many fun moments. It's just a great film. <laughs> mm -hmm. So, T'Challa, what's your all-time favorite movie? Titan A.E. Titan A.E. Okay. I've never seen it. I've heard of it, but never seen it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. What makes it your favorite? What what aspects of it really stick it's out good. for you? It's a very good 
<laughs> Any, anything in particular, like you know, the characterization, the plot, the yes, the music. Yes. yes. Okay. Oh all right. my gosh. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, it's a great movie, so yeah. makes sense. It would be his favorite. Um. Yeah. So, um, next time I think we should talk about what is. Uh, it, was there ever a movie so bad that you walked out of it? Oh. Wow. I think that would be interesting because there, there is a movie that I walked out of. There's uh, a I can't remember the title. I have to think of it. Yeah. That I just did not, I did not finish. I'll tell you, mine was called Very Bad People. It was a very bad movie. I think I heard of that movie. Yeah, it's got a ton of stars in it. Yeah, you told me the story. Yeah, it's got a lot of famous people in it. Uh, it's the, uh, apparently, the supposedly hilarious story of a bunch of guys who go to Las Vegas for their um, bachelor trip, mm -hmm. and they decide to get why a prostitute. Are so, why are there so many movies about that exact Yeah, and one of them kills the prostitute by ramming her head through this hook on a wall. Oh, wow. And oh, so then they have to go out in the desert and, you know, bury her body in a shallow grave and you know, of course the cops come after me and it's supposed to be a comedy okay okay uh, yeah but it's it was just like it was not funny it was uh <laughs> these were terrible people it is called very bad people but it was um you know it's a very bad movie um i found the i found the one that i never f finished watching because i like couldn't even watch five minutes of it and was like very bad things by the way i had the title bad, okay things yeah. mine is what is is it who be halloween that um, oh oh yeah the, yeah the adam sandler one i i started watching five minutes of it and i was like yeah. i can't I, I couldn't i i I, mm -mm. I did make it all the way through it but nope. yeah that's the i think that's and he's had some bad movies. Yeah, but this I think one that was, was bad incredibly from, bad. Yeah, just straight out the gate, it was bad. Because I'm like, yeah. I love Adam Sandler. But yeah, yeah, he's one of those that's hit or miss. And when he misses, he misses in a big way. And that one was just so terrible, I could not get past the first, not even five minutes. So Very Bad Things starred Cameron Diaz, John mm -hmm. Favreau, Daniel Stern, Jeremy Piven, and Christian Slater. That's an interesting mix. So I mean, it's it had a great cast. Um, you said it was called. Uh, what is it called again? Very bad things. Very bad things. Rotten Tomatoes gives it forty-one percent, with the consensus being mean-spirited and empty. Uh, the general audience view was a D plus, and Robert Roger Ebert said that it wasn't a bad movie. Just a reprehensible one. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Uh reprehensible means, you know, it's like like, you know, it's 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 even it's so bad that it's almost like you can't even. <laughs> so reprehensible, the, the definition is deserving condemnation. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, um, Who Be Halloween actually fares better than yours, but it's not. That's not to say much of anything. I IMDb gives it five point two out of ten stars, and Rotten Tomato is fifty one percent. Yeah, no, no.
Uh, so my movie had a budget of thirty million Jeez. and made twenty one. Wow. Yeah, that's a tanker. Wow. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it was it was just really bad, really really bad, and um, it just was and, you know and yeah oh yeah that's right I forgot they had to they kill more than that, um so they have to kill the prostitute then a security guard discovers the body at which point they have to stab the security guard of course and they have to dismember the bodies mm-hmm. bury them in the death it's a comedy yeah it's a comedy. <laughs> I, I have a feel I have this terrible feeling to child is gonna make me like, you know, show this film, but <laughs> oh, and then it ends. After the collision, Kyle's legs are amputated below the knee, and Charles is a quadriplegic confined to a oh motorized gosh. wheelchair, forcing Laura to care for them both. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. Well, mine. So when, yeah, I never, I never even saw the ending because we left it like halfway through. Oh the my gosh! We had paid for tickets, we left. So. Yeah, mine was uh, nominated for Razzie for worst actor, worst screen combo, which is Adam Sandler and his grating simple simpleton voice, um, and then <laughs> worst prequel, remake, ripoff, or sequel. And they what said is- that it's a ripoff of Ernest Scared Stupid. Oh, oh see, I yeah. saw Ernest Scared Stupid. I saw Stupid that. Yesterday. And that yeah. was not that bad. That no. was kind of funny. Yeah, I talk- I, that funny. one was fine. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I love Ernest. Wow. But on the other hand, it they it was also nominated in the Nick, Nickelodeon Kids Choice Awards as favorite <laughs> movie and favorite actor. Just a nomination, but still, it's like you are nominated for all these Razzies. And I mean, anyway, we know Nick, the Kids Choice Award is just you know whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. But yeah, I have zero desire to go back and watch it, you know, because you know how I am. I, I'm like, if I start watching something, I feel obligated to finish it, even if it's not something I want to necessarily continue watching. Right. But this one, no, no, not even, not even a little. Okay. So T'Challa, do you have any movie that you feel that way about? Oh, yeah. Yeah, is there one that you, I know you've never walked out of a theater when one, but anyone you just like, you know, screw this. I ain't watching more of this. Um, like a truly bad movie? Yeah. Not a bad movie that you love, because um, we have lots of those. But. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I can't really think of any off the top of my head. I mean, most movies I will at least sit through, you know? Yeah. Like, even if I will never watch that again, like... I'll sit through it. Um, yeah, I don't think I've ever like truly just stopped and gone. Nope, this is too bad. And if I have, I don't remember it. Mm. Okay. I honestly, I probably have. I just don't have the best memory. Okay. Well, I mean, it takes a, it takes a really special movie for me to to remember hating it mm-hmm. generally you know i see a lot of movies i don't really like and i just you know forget them um so it has to be so bad that i'm remembering its badness for the rest of my life yeah. you there 
I'm still here. Sorry, I was actually because I'm I I don't know what it is. I feel like I need to take a nap. But I was like, well, I've got to do the blurb for the show so that I can when I edit it, I can go ahead and post it. Cause oh, it's one thing to just do the show and then, you know, walk away from the recording, but you know, I've got to be the one to post it and do all that kind of stuff with it. So um part of why I'm like, oh, I don't want to do the show is like, oh yeah, I got to do that other stuff too. So so yeah. But I, I had something game. going in my head that I was like, let me go ahead and get it down. So and uh what's your your um what time's your game? 7 30. Oh okay it's late. Yeah because I think the Falcons are playing um earlier today. I mean you know I don't really follow the Falcons that much so on um, a Saturday I thought they were supposed to be playing. Hang on. I thought maybe I'm making it up. Maybe it's tomorrow. Yeah, they're probably playing tomorrow. Oh yeah. Today's what college. Yeah, Saturday. So, yeah, yeah, that's true. But yeah, ours is for whatever reason 7 30 today. Next week's game I think is at three, so that'll be better. Mm. But yeah, I don't follow the I don't follow the football unless it's all Super Bowl time. Well, I just, I don't know. I mean, yeah, yeah. I'm, it's one of those games that I'm like, you know, I can, I can watch it. I understand it enough. But the only time I'm really like, okay, let me watch the game is when it's Super Bowl. It just, you know, I'm casually a fan of football. You guys are taking on Toronto tonight. American football. Yes. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Toronto Toronto next week. Next uh, week. It says tonight. Is that tonight? I thought we were playing Richmond tonight. Maybe I flipped the games. Tonight is Toronto FC at 7.30. Yeah, so it must be um, our um, man. Anyway, tired. Tired. <laughs> Can't help it. Okay. Um, yeah. So they, yeah, they play Toronto tonight. They play Orlando on Wednesday. And then next Saturday, they play Philadelphia. Yes. So I flipped the games. I thought you said Richmond. No, I didn't say Richmond. Didn't she say Richmond? Nope. You said Richmond. No. We both heard you say Richmond. Whatever. I have to listen back. I didn't say Richmond. You you, you definitely did not say Philadelphia. Yeah, I wouldn't remember Philadelphia. You said Richmond. Maybe I said Portland, but I don't remember saying Richmond. Okay, because I was confused. That's why I was looking at their fixtures. I'm like, where the hell is Richmond Richmond at? But hmm. okay. So I think at this point it's obvious we need to let you go. Yes, because Um, it's only getting worse. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, I know later today we've still got several shows to watch because I I didn't see T'Challa last weekend, so we got doubled up. Oh, okay, to make up. Yeah, that's true. And then uh, he has to go for his driving lesson too. So. That's yep. fun. So, I mean, now that the rules are all different and you've got to do so much more to get your license, um, how close are you at this point to getting your license? A while. <laughs> you, you have to do 40 hours online, right? Yeah. I, I've got maybe three total because, like, the lessons do not take that long. Okay. So, I mean, if it, is it just time or is it- because okay, yeah, if it is, what you can do is take, you know, a couple hours yeah, on each yeah, lesson. Yeah, at some point, yeah. once I actually finish the class, I intend 
to spend the rest of the remaining 30 hours. It's 30 hours. Okay. Because we're doing 40 hours driving. That's right. Um, I, I intend to just kind of leave it like on a lesson and just like go off and do something else. Yeah. yeah. For like a day. Yeah. I have things online that I'm supposed to do and they're timed. And so, yes, it usually only takes like 10 minutes, but I'll just like leave it in the background while I'm writing or whatever. And then go back and it's like, oh yeah, finished. <laughs> so, that's how I'm going to do it once, whenever I finish it. All right. So we're going to do this again uh, in October, right? I'm sure. Yeah. Right. So it'll be our <laughs> Halloween special. Right. So this is what I want us to think about. Okay. Okay. I'm coming up with our questions ahead of time. I want you to think about. Yes. Not the not your favorite scary movie, but the one that truly the one you. that disturbed you the most. And I know I know Latoya, you don't watch scary movies much, but I'm sure you've seen some movie that fucked you up at some point. And what's that movie with that? Yes, yeah, that stupid movie you had me watch with Pierce Brosnan. Say it again, T'Challa. What's the name of that movie with like the the island and people get stranded on the island, and like it like my mother is like traumatized by that movie. You're old? No, no, no. It's it's an old, old movie. It's called Something Island. Hmm. hmm. I don't know. I was told never to watch that movie. Okay. Yeah. Well, we, we can't discuss it yet, though. I don't remember what it's called, though. Well, yeah. I, I hope that you remember it next week, because I will not remember next week. It will be like you were bringing it, it up next for the month. first time. Next month, yes. But it'll be but, like you bring it up for the first time. But you can put it in the show notes. Sure. I guess. Yeah. That's more work for me. Gosh. You don't have to do it if you don't want to. That's not the movie I was, was going to pick anyway. Yeah. But yeah, she hit the topic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So next month will be, um, you know, scary month. Then November will be uh, Barry's birth month. Yes. Um, so I think we should all talk about your favorite memory, Barry. Okay. Um, oh, so we're I'll, like giving you awake while you're awake. Yeah, and I'll share with you my favorite memory. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then in December is Christmas. No, and Latoya's birthday. So it's all about Latoya. Oh, uh, well, yeah, but it's really, you know, Jesus's birthday. Oh, my gosh. It's not really. They just picked December. It's not like it happened in December. Wow. I, I didn't know you were dissing on Jesus like this. Oh, my gosh. You get a month, but I don't get a month. Because they decided to align the actual holiday with Soul Invictus. Yeah, I, I thought I heard it was actually probably during the summer. Really? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think it was during the summer. Yeah. Because of, like, the positioning of the stars and shit. Mm. <laughs> all i know is they moved it so that it'd be closer to someone yes all right so for all of our uh fans out there i just want to say may peace and love be with you and may jesus bless you and your family see you wow. motherfuckers later we have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, jesus Christ. yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right bye bye <laughs>